listening to Successfully Spiritual, a down-to-earth, real, raw podcast that meets you exactly where you're at to talk about all things spiritual, intuition, life, and the mistakes we make. Now your host, crazy, loud, Virgo, spiritual, intuitive coach, Isabel Frank. Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing? All right. So I just want to tell you guys, thank you so much to those that have purchased my book, Untamed Power. It is not only out on um, Kindle, but it's also out on Amazon. So make sure you guys go and grab it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. To those that have read it, please go leave an Amazon review because it is deeply and gratefully appreciated. With that said, I'm going to share a little bit from my book today. Um, This book, Untamed Power, is really about being your divine and highest vibrational self. And it's a little bit of me, my story on how I became who I am, but it's also more about a self-help book and encouraging you to become your untamed version and really starting to push your boundaries into what that looks like for you. So one of the chapters that I wrote was um, on self-love. Now, I want you to understand that when I wrote this chapter, I was like, I really do not want to write a chapter on self-love. I was like, that is so tacky. Um, I didn't want to do it. I did not want to do it. I was like, if I have to say this word one more time or if I have to talk about this because I feel like self-love has really become this sort of, um, I can't think of the right word, but when you think of like spiritual TikTok or you think of spirituality or new age or anything, people are like light and love and self-love. And it's kind of like fluffy and rainbows and it's just supposed to be so easy. And it's like, no, it's really not. It freaking sucks at times. And it's super hard. And I never really wanted to align myself with the mentality of I'm just going to ride the self-love train, but I say that because as I'm writing the book and as I'm writing about being your divine self and really becoming limitless, it is about loving yourself. It really is at the end of the day about how much you honor and love yourself. So before I get started, I want to clarify that in every chapter I write about the untamed woman. I do a little quote about what she is and what she looks like. Now, if you're a male or a female or however you distinguish yourself, this book is also for you. Please know I just use the pronouns of he, she, and then woman because that's how I identify. Okay. So here we go. This is chapter six, and I'm going to read you the chapter. The hardest thing to be. The untamed woman is authentic. She loves all of who she is. She is compassionate, patient, loving, and nurturing with herself. She sees the divinity and the beauty in her body, her mind, and her soul. She gives and receives from a space of pure, unconditional love. She is untamed with herself and the love that she has for herself. Self-love, gag me with a spoon. I am sure that we have all heard the statement that you must love yourself first before you can love someone else. 
I could not stand this. It is so much easier to love others, to see how great someone else is, to give them kindness, compassion, and compliments. Isn't it important to be kind to others? The word self-love as a spiritual teacher has lost some sort of value, I feel, in today's world. With so many people being spiritual gurus and preaching positive vibes only, somehow the meaning of self-love has become watered down. When I would hear the phrase self-love, I would roll my eyes and cringe inside. Self-love is being filled on into social media with trips across the world, new clothing, massages, and spa days, making it seem like something only the elite could obtain. This message isn't for the person living paycheck to paycheck, the student, single parent, or the everyday middle-class person. In order to live a life of self-love, it would seem that a lot of money and free time were needed. I'm a single mother of four that can barely make time to go to Target on my own, let alone take a shower. The way the world describes self-love as full of luxury seems beautiful and one for the dreams. They are not talking about the messiness that we all have inside of us, all those little words that are being stirred in our heads. How will I fit into that? Are they staring at me? Why do I even try? I look like an idiot. You don't see that on social media. We tend to project a version of ourselves that we want the world to believe as well as ourselves. There is nothing wrong with taking trips, getting massages, and going shopping. Who doesn't love that? I understand that some would say I love myself and I'm showing the world I am deserving. This is true and beautiful. But also, I do believe at times, self-love can get confused with self-pampering and self-care. Self-care and pampering are a small part of self-love, but it is not the entirety of it. Unfortunately, self-love has infiltrated the spiritual community with the talk of crystals and positive vibes only that people tend to just push it aside and just roll their eyes at. I had a friend that told me that I needed to focus on self-love and heal myself. I was holding on to a lot of anger around my divorce and pain from my childhood, and it was being reflected in my personal relationship. The closer my boyfriend was trying to get to me, the more I would push him away, telling him that he shouldn't love me, that I had too much baggage. I was so upset at her for telling me this, The ego in me was thinking, I do love myself. I just got a divorce to own up to my worth. That is love. How dare she tell me? Then I had to take a breather. And I looked at the shipment of books I had just received from Amazon. Five books all on self-love. I was thinking of teaching a class on this, but realized it was more about me learning it for myself. I spent months reading, journaling, and healing. I learned how to open my heart to myself and that I was deserving. This was a game changer, not only in my business, but in my relationship with others. I was more open, honest, and happier. I allowed myself to be compassionate with myself. Karamo from the show Queer Eye said recently on a podcast, keep the compassion and the ego down. This is what self-love is. I think we're alone now. Are you ready now? Self-love is a must. If you're going to become the most untamed version of yourself, version of who you are, sorry, it takes owning your power 100% and not being ashamed of who knows it. It is standing in the truth of who you are. It is funny how easy it is to love everyone else but ourselves. We avoid our feelings, our flaws, and our pain like the plague. 
We allow ourselves to carry the faults of others, broken relationships, people leaving us, the failure of school or work, and we blame ourselves for it all. So we try to escape and run from ourselves. You can run from relationships, jobs, or friends, but you cannot run from yourself, no matter how hard you may try. For years, I did not want to pay attention to the pain in my heart or listen to the truth of what my inner compass was saying. I drowned it with clubs, drinking, and friends. I kept my schedule packed because any alone time was when my mind would start to speak and it would be so hard not to listen. When the pandemic first hit and we were all thrown into lockdown, many people started to listen and started to see themselves for the first time. We finally were giving ourselves time to pay attention and we found ourselves and begun this healing journey. We learned how to love who we once, who we are once again. It wasn't about pampering because we couldn't go anywhere. It was asking ourselves, what is going to make me happy today? What do I enjoy? Am I happy? Do I like who I am or spending time with me? We paid attention and we listened to our inner compass. We saw the relationships and jobs that didn't make us feel good. We started to create boundaries and most importantly, started to remember all the reasons we loved ourselves. Old hobbies started again and nourishing our body and our mind began. We saw that at the end of the day, no matter who is around us, you are the last person you will always be with and that you are important. The Magical Path of Self-Love Self-love can be described in many different ways. For me, it is holding the vibrational state of my truest and highest vibration. It is taking the time to admire who I am and who I am becoming. It is placing myself in the highest regard above everyone else and acknowledge my value and importance. It is telling myself, I see you and I love you, all of you. Self-love is acknowledging all of you and not just the parts that are your favorite. Seeing that the good and the not so good is who you are and loving yourself despite the bruises, the scars, and the damage you have. Self-love is formed from self-worth and self-awareness. With self-love, you gain your self-worth and you have the awareness of who you are and what you need to let go of. It is not always the easiest path to navigate or even to find. In order to see the path of self-love, you must first have the awareness that it is something you are missing from your life. You must then find your path, but know that it may be covered with excuses, distractions, other responsibilities, and whatever else you have laid on it, just so you can't see yourself. One of the joys that we discover in our spiritual journey is self-love. I know it takes a while for many of us to get there. When I close my eyes, I see this beautiful, vibrant path that looks very similar to Wizard of Oz, a yellow brick road sparkling in divine light. It shines with affirmations and love. I can see my favorite people on the side waving to me. But then I see mud. I see boxes. I see boulders. I walk closer to see who put these on my beautiful path. On these boxes and boulders are words such as resentment, body shaming, self-hate comments, hurtful opinions, judgment, and while well, you get the idea. I have told myself all of these things and blocked my self-love path. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel, the light that never goes out and draws us closer. The light at the end is you shining in all your untamed power. You must have the awareness to walk on this path because in order to navigate it, you must remove all these boxes one by one. And each one is removed 
you are then filled with confidence and the boulders become lighter. This is where I wish I could write the words at the end of the path estate and she lived happily ever after, always adoring and loving herself. But no. The road can be exhausting at times, full of little nuances. We forget about the care and awareness it takes for all for our self-love path and easily slip into old habits and feel confused or stuck. Living on the road of self-love requires self-care and reflection. There are times when you will find yourself adding more or new boxes rather than removing them. Habits are hard to change at times. The path may get exhausting and it's okay to take a break. Know that you never regress. We just pause a bit and then move forward again. It can feel like this never-ending roller coaster full of ups, downs, and loops. Stop looking at yourself. What is wrong with you? The idea of self-love and how we should treat ourselves, like any other belief, came from our parents. And if you're reading this book, most likely your parents were part of a decade that the belief was everyone before yourself. Or maybe you were raised in religion that taught love others before yourself. Up until recently, the idea of self-love was laughed at as narcissistic behavior, an attitude for the rich. Throw in your culture and self-love becomes a four-leaf clover. It is there, but hard to find. One of the most famous descriptions of how to love comes from the Bible. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It will always protect, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 4 through 8. I raise the idea to reread this verse, not as what you have to give to someone, but as what you have to give to yourself. Do you offer yourself this type of love? I remember staring at my mom as a child. She had this beautiful long dark hair that she would curl. She always loved clothes and took pride in what she wore. She ran every day and played softball while late into her 30s. The boys in high school would come over and stare at my mother as she came from work with her long legs and dressed in a stylish outfit. I thought she was the most beautiful person, and many did not disagree. I would watch her get ready and tell her, Mommy, you look beautiful. Her response back, Me? No, I'm gaining so much weight. Look at me. I barely fit in this dress. I would watch others compliment her as well and would watch her as her body noticeably cringed to the kind words. Each of these words, the actions, being silently programmed into my mind. Okay, this is the way we handle compliments. As she would get ready, I wanted to look just like her. I would stare in the mirror trying to look like her and checking for the resemblance only to be yelled at that it was rude to look at yourself often. Self-love was not taught in my household. It was taught that to be proud of the way you look was selfish and conceited. And if others compliment you, be humble and put yourself down. There was such a mix of emotions and understanding because, on the other hand, I was always taught to be presentable. This confused me. I understood that to be beautiful, I must look a certain way, act a certain way, and have a status like a car, house, or money. 
The word self-love has become conditional for many. I have helped clients with learning how to become their best version to let go of these beliefs similar to mine in order to embrace themselves fully. Change all starts with the acceptance and awareness of who we of where we are at now. I have heard countless statements, I will love myself when. How many of us have said, I will love myself when you fill in the blank. I will be happy with myself when blank. I will do blank when I am blank. This is not unconditional love, but conditional love. We are placing conditions on our love for ourselves without even noticing it. Love with yourself is not meant to be a competition or conditional situation. The conditional thought process can have the reverse effect of love, but cause us to feel like a failure. I learned the hard way to the lesson of self-love. I had friends around me all the time. When I was married, we hosted barbecues and parties often. No matter where I was at, compliments were not absent. You are gorgeous. Your body shows you work out. You have a beautiful home. Despite all of what I was projecting to everyone that I was happy, I got to stay home. I had a beautiful house and family, and many would say I was living a dream life. The truth was I was alone. I hated my body, my hair, and even my voice. I was not happy. It was easy, though, to distract myself from the pain. All I had to do was go out, and someone made me feel better. Then when the divorce came, everyone ran away from me. I had no more friends around me, my family didn't talk to me, and it was as if I was contagious. Don't look at Isabel, you might catch it. I no longer could hide by distracting myself. I had to see who I was, and I had to own who I was. I had no time to be ashamed and let others put me down. I started hiking, working out harder, and telling myself affirmations. I started listening and being aware of all the patterns I had taught myself how to put yourself down humbly, how to eat when no one is looking. I would take selfies and celebrate my beauty. I no longer acted embarrassed. I started to let everyone know I see myself and so can you. So people did not agree with this. They said it was too much and wrong, but they didn't know that at that moment it was healing me. It was what I needed to keep going. I became proud of who I am and who I was becoming. In all of this, I started to allow myself just to be me without everyone's thoughts, and it was like for the first time I could breathe. Oh, the freedom that it is to wake up as your true untamed version every day with no hesitation. We tend to hold ourselves back because we worry about what everyone will say or think. Know that you are the perfect divine expression of you and no one else. You created this beautiful body and mind with the little quirks far before you came down. There is only one of you. There is only one of me. Yet we try so hard to be like everyone else, denying ourselves of our divinity. It's okay to be number one. When we love ourselves, we instantly make ourselves a priority in our life. Our happiness matters. And what we feel matters. We start to not hold on to people, places, and situations that are not in alignment with who we are creating space for new relationships, friendships, or careers. We know our worth, and we do not settle. You allow the universe to bring your manifestations to you faster because the energy of love is the vibration of the creation of the universe. 
Often when a client struggles with the concept of loving themselves, I tell them to look at it this way and learn to love themselves more so that they can also love others. This helps them deprogram the programming of it, of it being selfish to love yourself. You must know how to acknowledge, listen, and go within in order to heal, grow, and expand. The process of self-love changes the way you view the world. You no longer are coming from a place of fear. You love others more fully and healthily. Healthily. Healthy. Sorry, guys. Your heart is open to healthier love, open to receive. It is a beautiful flow of energy. Learning to love yourself takes time, patience, and compassion. Do not plan to just wake up the next day and say, I healed myself, I love myself, I am awesome. Just like any other part of ourselves that we change, it starts with small changes every day. Most importantly, start to listen to the words that you speak to yourself out loud or within. Know that every word or action that you do with yourself carries a vibration. Try talking to yourself in the mirror for five minutes by looking yourself in your eyes. I know many times people will say, do affirmations or tell yourself I love you. But let's first just get used to looking at ourselves and acknowledging ourselves. This can be so hard. I was taught so young not to give myself attention, not to stare too long. If you are brave, stand naked and just look with no judgment or thoughts. Learn to be with yourself. Start to catch the words and thoughts that you have about yourself and change them to positive ones. Tell yourself four things every night that you love about yourself. This helps you go to sleep on a positive note and to help you wake up this way as well. Thank you guys. That was chapter six from my untamed power book. You can find it on Amazon. Um, I go on to talk later about self-worth and everything else, but this book was such a journey for me. And I think I might have to do a whole another podcast on that, but I learned a lot throughout this book and I learned that I'm always learning. I'm always growing and I'm always evolving. And this book actually has really been helping me as I've been rereading it remembering the lessons in that moment and connecting me with that. So I hope you guys enjoy and have a great day. Bye.